bro, I'm frumpy as f- <laughs> I got I got a I got a belly and you know, but I can get out there like my nickname in the academy is Hoover the Mover. Yeah. I will f- outrun you most most yeah. of the time unless you're a runner. Yeah. Or I you have like you're only 120 pounds. Yeah. Most people I will outrun you. Oh yeah. Um, and it's weird. People That's are like because oh, I go out there and I run almost every day. Yeah, I have oh, yeah. I have two Wolfpack shirts. Oh, I have uh, the NWO one. Yeah, which is that's red, but it's it's kind of crappy. Like mm-hmm. it's not bright. Like I wanted to. Like I remember when I was a kid, I had like all I had wrestling shirts for days. Oh yeah, that oh was absolutely. My thing. I wore a wrestling shirt every day. I was also a loser, but that was back in the we, late nineties. Yeah, we, <laughs> we we were all like y'all. Everyone picked a wrestler, and they all like at recess were giving each other each other yeah. fishers. Yeah, slightly deadly, but whatever. Uh, yeah, that and I have a red shirt with the that Kevin Nash you saw mm-hmm. with a huge wolf head on it. I have that one too. Yeah, so, okay, yeah. Man. Let it be noted that this is coordinated. Yes. This is not. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, that's awesome. Oh man, you're you're all out. I like it. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm labeled as the bad guy anyway, so I might as well play <laughs> into it. Absolutely, a little razor moan. So. I posted something today. There's two things I want to talk about before we get into our topic. Was I posted something today about um, I'm not really picking on SWAT, but a, a topic about SWAT. Yeah. And it's getting received. What would you say, half and half, or? It's definitely half and half. Yeah. yeah. I said, well, like what, essentially what I said was is that uh, local SWAT teams mm-hmm. are traditionally more cockier people on the team yeah. than. Like your Navy SEALs, your special operations guys, stuff. Yeah. You know, um, I know a lot on each end, and yeah. I will vouch and say that I've met way more cocky local SWAT cops than I have. Not saying, and, yeah. and I and I said that too. I'm like, this isn't everybody. This is just, but they're there. Yeah, just what you've experienced. So no, that's I can see that. I feel like more. Are you saying like SWAT versus like special ops and all mm-hmm. that stuff? Special ops, I feel like is very very humble. I feel like they oh, don't. Yeah. You know, I, I worked the Blackwater uh, off-duty and talk about some killers, but super humble. Off-duty at Blackwater? Yeah, so they had a Blackwater uh, convention. Uh, so it was, here. it was real cool. Oh, shit. I forgot to. Okay, so from an audio audience. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting with Ian <laughs> Risman. Hello. Um, do you own your own company? Yeah, so right. Bull Fitness has been doing that for about 12 years. So we're going to get into that. Cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's a fitness guy. I'm not, if you could tell. <laughs> but um, we're going to be discussing today uh, fitness, real-life fitness, and we're going to touch on the taboo subject of testosterone. Yeah. So, But, um, yeah, I posted that. Another thing I wanted to do today was also, I haven't even talked to you about this, is a misconnections. So, I there's been times where I've ran into people, mm-hmm. and or like I want I'm just so fucking weird. <laughs> like when people like so, he is like the first time. So we went to we went to um, Rockville in Daytona. Okay, right. We just went for one day. As soon as we got there, I was hungover as fuck. I had no alcohol yet. Mm-hmm. No, I had had not. It was we were walking to see Sepultura. It was packed. And you know, it was insane. And um and so we were like we caught one song and we we're like, let's go somewhere else, you yeah. know, get in the shade or something, get something to eat. And I was walking and some dude goes, Hey bro, love the podcast. From me to you. 
in really? a sea of like 80,000 people. Wow. So I was like, well, not 80,000 at the time, but there was a lot of people there. That's awesome. And I felt like such a jerk because I went, thanks, bro. And like, so Rockville guy, if you're listening, I am so sorry. <laughs> I'm not an asshole like that. You know, Being I think hung it, over is probably hard for you to like. Yeah, I just like everybody deserves like because also I'm just a fucking street cop. Yeah. I wrestle crackheads just like everybody else, you know. Yeah, uh, I so, that. Um, it's weird for me for anybody to do that. So I like to strike up conversation with yeah, people. Absolutely. And I didn't with that, dude. I felt so bad. I walked away and I was like, oh god. Oh man, oh, we've god. all we've all been there where people say like nice things and all that yeah. stuff, and you're hungover and you're just like, I'm not thanks, ready. man. And you're in the heat and yeah. a bunch uh, of like, if I'm in a crowd and there's a bunch of noise, I can't. I'm sitting there like, what? Yeah. What, so what's going on? Is that a bird? <laughs> Another dude was, I was at our central operations building. Okay. And the fire department had to be called for somebody that we were babysitting there. Mm-hmm. And a firefighter came up to me. He was like, you know, he did his whole thing. I was standing there like a piece of shit cop like I am on my phone, not doing anything. And he's doing all of his, you know, medical stuff. And he gets up and they're leaving. He goes, hey, bro, by the way, I love the podcast. Never, I didn't meet it. I didn't get his name. I didn't get his Instagram. Like, yeah. he walked away. I was like, God, I'm such a fucking prick. I could have been <laughs> like, dude. You know, so... To him, and then there was a dude last night. I packed an order, um, but they used, I packed a refractable wolf order, but they used anti-heroes promo code, so I'm assuming they watch. Nice. And like the creep cop I am, I try to look people up, you know, yeah. see who they are, see if they follow me. It's like, analytically, I want to see how they found out about yeah. me, how they know me. And uh, It's good for marketing, too. I found, it was a female that bought, but she bought large shirts, and they typically weren't anything females would buy and she looked kind of smaller. So I was like, this is probably for her husband. Yeah. I found her husband's Facebook, but you can't message it. Oh, okay. So I'm not going to add her and message her because that's fucking weird. Yeah, that's but I wanted cool. to get in touch with him and say, hey, man, thanks for, you know, your order. I'm assuming you're listening to the podcast. But uh, I forget what they're like. And they're from Virginia. They're from the, they look like they're from, you know, yeah. uh, the same part of Virginia we're from. If this dude's listening, he's going to be like, what the I fuck? Know. This guy is weird as shit. shit. <laughs> I'm just sitting here thinking, do you really want to be saying that? He's like, unsubscribe. <laughs> I he's like, this guy creeped me out. He's looking up my whole life. <laughs> but anyway. my wife to find me. So to, uh, to, to all those people, um, I love you and thank you for the, thank you for the support. Absolutely. Yeah. And obviously, I try to follow, I message everybody back. DM me if you're one of those people. DM me if we haven't ever talked about anything. And, you know, so, again, I'm, I'm also a hardcore kid at heart, which, you know, essentially, I feel like this is our show, not yeah, my show. Absolutely. So when people message me and go, yo, talk about this. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'll talk about that, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So, that being said. The sky's the limit. <laughs> fitness and testosterone. Oh, yeah. The... The scary words of testosterone and all that stuff in this community and society and all that. So, but no, I'm, I had a weird experience where I was on night shift, just had a kid, not sleeping much, but it was, I had that brain fog going on and I was like, what, what is going on? That sluggish feeling. So then I went and got my blood work done, which takes what, two, three minutes to get done. And then you just got to wait for it to come back. Right. That and, like, just getting a doctor's appointment, which is the hardest part. Because it's like, cool, I'll see you in 18 months. <laughs> but, yeah, so on a regular scale for testosterone, you should be, at our age, around, what, 800, 850? Um, 
It, well, it depends on who you ask. Yeah. Because it's true. I went to my family doctor, got my blood work done. Yeah. And it's a family doctor, and he okay. goes, "I was, I remember, I was at four seventeen, uh, on the scale, not free, just on the scale. Yeah. I was at four hundred seventeen. Okay. And he goes, "That's fine." He's like, "I'm not going to give you testosterone. That's fine." And I'm thinking in my head, I want to be optimal. optimal. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. I'm a cop. I'm out there every day. You know, I had a deployment in the army. Like that shit lowers your shit. And then on top of that, I still have a profession. And I did all my research, man. And like for years, I watched people and followed people. And they would say, like, dude, I make more money on testosterone. He's like, you can't directly link, like, injection money. But yeah. he's, like, the type of person you become. I'm yeah. a better husband. Yeah. I'm a better you're father. <laughs> you know, so, but my doctor initially is kind of what you're saying. Like, well, at that step, yeah. he said no. Yeah. My guy looked at me. He, My doctor's hilarious. If he's watching, you're hilarious. But he looks at me and walks in and goes, well, congratulations. You have a testosterone level of a dead person. Go, what was it? Ten. <laughs> it was ten, oh which my blew God. my mind. I was like, "Well, that makes sense." He's ten. like, ten. right?" He's like, "I was like ten. He goes, "We're gonna retest this." Eighty-two. I was like, "Okay." So he got me on uh, Clomid, which is a fertility drug for women, and it boosted it from ten or eighty-two to eight forty-one in two months. Whoa. You take Clomid? Clomid, yeah. That's what they gave my dude. This. Okay, so you don't inject yet? No. Okay, Not so I, I inject testosterone once a week. So the way my testosterone journey started because somebody just told me. First off, Joe Rogan brings it up. Of course. He was bringing it up five years ago. But he's like an alien. Yeah. You know, he's you know he's talking about stem cell now. Yeah. In 10 years, everybody will be going to get stem cell done. So So um, Look what he did with the COVID thing, man. Yeah. <laughs> so he's on another level. But, so that's kind of where I heard about it. Yeah. I started following people. Um that were doing it and then i actually met someone that said i do it and it's amazing yeah and so i was like okay so then i went and got tested i talked to with my wife mm -hmm. um she was supportive of it um that's huge <laughs> yeah and we went you know because obviously there there's things that are miss and then there's things that aren't there's miss there's things that aren't true there's mm -hmm. things that are possible yeah uh for one uh the only thing i've heard that obviously I think you it can affect your ability to have children, which yeah. you counter with other drugs exactly. if you're trying to have children. Um, if you're on testosterone and you're trying to have a baby and it's not happening, the yeah. first thing a doctor is going to do is tell you to get off testosterone. Yeah. That's a baseline. They're going to tell you to get off it. Yeah, so, that's the number one thing my doctor said. He's like, I'm happy that I can put you on Clomid because it's not going to have that same effect. But, yeah, testosterone will, if you guys are trying to have another kid, like, that was another thing. He's like, you have facial hair, uh, you work out a lot, you lift heavy, and, you know, you obviously can have a kid. Like, this doesn't make sense from what I'm seeing. But it's like a total 180. Like, no f brain fog. You know, I think it goes a lot with mental health. If, yes. like, mental health is huge, like, if you don't feel like a, you know, a man, then... You know, you feel down and all that stuff. So, yeah, my so my symptoms were I didn't really take it more. It's nice to be able to put on mass and lose fat quicker. Absolutely. You know, like if you're putting in the same amount of work in the gym, mm -hmm. you're going to get better results with that same amount of work if you're on testosterone. Totally. Um, it's just it is what it is. If, yeah. But that's not the reason why I did it. I was severely depressed. My libido was in the shitter. Yep. Uh, it was just 
I talk to people all the time, and it's um, the like not caring, mm-hmm. not suicidal, yeah, but almost recklessly Reckless, not caring, yeah, you know, about say. your family, about your job, yep. just not giving a shit. And it's like just no, no it's, spark, <laughs> nothing bad, nothing good, just yeah. which is bad, yeah. Just midline, super numb, man. Like it's exactly how I felt too. But once I got it up, everything switched. It was like a, literally a one eighty. Yeah. Like my wife was even noticing. She's like, "You're just in a better mood." Like even talking with people when I had low T was just like it was hard to come up with conversations. Like I would lose my train of thought halfway through. I'm like, "What's going on here?" <laughs> yeah. But it's changed. Um. So. My first thing I did was I went to my doctor. He said no. Right. Yeah, All right. It's crazy. So I had to go to a testosterone clinic. Oh, okay. It's called, it was called Rebuilding Life. Rebuilding Life, I think. Mm. Anyways, this is kind of like a club that you join. Okay. As soon as you go in, if you say, I'm not shitting on them because yeah. I believe uh, you should start taking testosterone. Everybody's different, but when it starts going down and you're in the... Probably 400s is when you need to start. 100%. And you obviously maybe could do other steps other than injecting yourself with it in your ass. There's yeah. like what, you, what you're doing yeah. because eventually you might have to start injecting it when you're 60. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. but if you don't have to at that point, why rush it? Yeah. Exactly. Um, I went to a club. Essentially what it is. It's 200 bucks a month. That's not bad. Whether you were getting 0.5 or two, okay. whatever, you know, whether you were getting this much or this much, it yeah. was one injection a week. The nurses were great. They would cut you. Could go in there because a lot of guys don't have anybody. Kendra yeah. sticks my fucking ass cheek once a week, but uh, a lot of wives don't agree with it. Yeah, they won't. Oh, I'm not doing that. I'm not helping you stick testosterone in your body. Yeah. Trust me, because I met them. It's cheating. Yeah, it's or cheating. that, or you know, <laughs> let me don't even forget about that. Okay. But um, I went to this clinic. I paid two hundred dollars a month. The only shitty That's part really not was that bad though, man. Two hundred bucks. It's not, and it was a li- it was life changing. Yeah. So worth its money. Yeah, the, the shitty part is, is that they have to blood test you twice a year. The mm. blood test process costs it four hundred dollars. So that's eight hundred dollars okay. plus twenty four hundred dollars. You're looking at th- a little over three grand a year. Yeah. To do it. But you're getting your life back. Oh my god. <laughs> so, as, dude, I'm telling you, it's worth it. However, yeah. I found a doctor in. I don't want to say the t- In my agency, yeah. there's a group of men that okay. need to be. Um, more optimal. If yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. And when I was training with them, and you know, they were the ones that told me go to her. Yeah. Now I get it covered under insurance. Insurance through some weird. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it should I, be. And honestly, it oh, should yeah. be. But society says you know being masculine is toxic and all that stuff, and no one wants to talk about it, or they're afraid to admit they're like I'm feeling depressed, libido's down brain fog, I can't function well, like, everything. But everyone's so embarrassed that they won't go and get blood tested. But, like, if you had the COVID situation, you get the sniffles, you get tested. Yeah. Why are we not doing that for everyday life? I feel down, tired, exhausted, not a real person. What's up, everybody? Tyler here from the Antihero Podcast, and I'm selling out for an ad. However... None of this would be possible on the audio platforms without Spotify for Podcasters. Spotify for Podcasters allows me to record, edit, and distribute to all audio platforms for the Antihero Podcast. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast, all you need is a mic and a computer. Hell, I don't even think you need that. I think you literally just need your phone. Spotify for Podcasters is for you, so give them a try. 
dude, it well, I'm a conspiracy theorist. Me too. So 100%. I believe that the less testosterone they have in society, yeah. the better for them. Absolutely. Um, like, look at the FDA. Um, it altered its uh, its acceptable its acceptable amount of testosterone. I think in the 80s, mm-hmm. it changed it from back when they did it in the 40s. They said, "Well, it's lower now." Yeah. Um, because they they're right. This is their justification that we're not uh, going out there killing our meals and dragging it into the homes we built with our own hands. Okay. Men are softer now because I. This is what they said, and it's probably true. Yeah. Um, as we progress as a species, we're being born with less of what we don't need. Yeah. Testosterone. We have, you know, if my AC goes out, I'm calling somebody. Yeah. I'm not building it, you know, or, you know, I'm not out there hunting, you know. Right. So that was their argument. However, I feel like the powers that be, you know, they're like we see in the commercials and stuff. They don't want testosterone. They don't want Mm -mm. males and and strong male. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, you know, you can cry <laughs> if you want to. Yeah, I mean. Which is fine. Do your thing. But at the babies. end of the day. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Stupid idiots. Stupid don't cry. idiots. <laughs> so I was looking at this study and it showed that our testosterone around, you know, between 25 and 35, I believe, or even 18, down to 18. But it was the same testosterone levels as people in the 60s when they were 75 years old. Yeah. That's- what? <laughs> I, I believe they're putting shit in our food. Microplastics, man. <laughs> yep. They're, you know, uh, I can go on for days. I don't want to get off subject. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah. you kind of, so what is your, you were, are you still a reserve cop? Yeah. So I'm doing reserves. I mainly work off duty. I rode so, with uh, Curtis Lee the other night. So yeah, he's a sworn law enforcement officer. You were full time. Yep. Full time, and then you opted, which a lot of people are doing, mm-hmm. leaving the profession because it's yeah. So again, it's a whole other topic, but yeah, I absolutely. know so many people personally that are yeah. leaving the job. Absolutely, yeah, and same here. Like I, there's a couple of people that were on my squad that were very good cops. Like I'm pretty sure she had like over a hundred arrests in less than a year, uh, and she went reserves. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I don't. I don't like people saying. Yeah, that. no, for sure. I didn't want to put out names. As I'm sitting next to a microphone, is it? Is <laughs> it? Don't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know. Her. Yeah, she's um, because uh, I think Adam was midnights during that, yeah, or evenings or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, so you know, you know your stuff. Yeah. You know how fitness directly core well not correlates how the law enforcement world and fitness could coexist and how also also on the on the contrary it can be insanely difficult to stay fitness fit as a patrol cop totally oh 100% you go on midnight shift or you're on day shift you know you're up in these weird times your sleep is all over the place like the motivation and discipline to get to the gym or work out or even go to people's you know go to your garage you know get a couple of weights but, yeah, that's really getting, like, it's a little bit more hush-hush. And I feel like in Florida it's better because I'm from Chicago. And I look at a lot of the Chicago cops. And there's some buffed-out, great-shape cops. But I also see a lot of heavyweights, you know, to be to be frank. But um, down here, fitness, I think it's got to be with the environment. Just, you know, the summer year-round probably helps. But... 
No, I, I'd, I'd be with you on that one where it's just law enforcement, discipline, motivation about working out goes yeah. out the window. I remember my first, I first hit the road and my first FTO Barnes, Barnes, I don't know if I'll bleep out his name, but he told me, you're going to get fat. Mm. He's like, it's going because, I mean, it wasn't like a philosopher. He was just letting me know like, hey, yeah. you working midnights, sitting in a car for 12 hours, you've never done it. You're going to have to figure it out. And he was absolutely right. I gained yeah. weight. And I yeah. was like, oh, yeah, you know, it's not not that my DNA changed or anything. It was just my habits changed. My yeah. routines sleep, changed. Sleep is everything. Yeah. Sleep can change everything. And what restaurants and stuff are open? <laughs> Gas station? Wawa? Oh, yeah, McDonald's? It's, um, you know, and then when you go out to eat with all your boys, you know, for the for the squad dinner, yeah. no one wants to go like, hey, guys, let's go cut some calories. You know, everybody right. wants to go like eat, fucking sit down yeah, and let's eat. Go froggers, get all the wings. Yeah, <laughs> all the way. Two sides? Yeah, Damn. Yeah, let's do it. I'll get a salad next week. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the veggies will wait. <laughs> yeah, so it's important to get a routine down. I feel like because I have a routine where on my days off, if I want to go lift, I'll go literally hammer strengths at the gym, the local gym here. Yeah. Right? I'll do. I love hammer strength. I don't know what it is about. Yeah. I get the best tears. Absolutely. Like, the best like workout with hammer strength machines. Yeah. Um, but other than that, typically I don't kill myself. I don't do any cardio. I don't. I make my 15 work days a month. Yeah. The days where I train. So I make a work day a work day. Yeah. It is a work day from get up to bed to going to bed. Yeah. It's all your I you know I I get up and I run. Yeah. I do I guess it's being proven now that cardio might not be the best way yeah. to lose weight, but it's my thing. You're you'll catch me. I will guarantee you I will enjoy it more and I will be disciplined enough. I'll go out and run every morning. Man. I won't I like if, it. If I could, if I had an assault bike, I just like, I know that's a necessary evil right there. (laughs) Oh, that that, nothing's ever made me feel that way of just wanting to tap out after what? Like, oh, is this like the 50th round? No, round two. Yeah. And um, 30 seconds. (laughs) So I'll go. That's my cardio. That's my unfun. Get your heart rate up. I'll usually do hit. Yeah. Or I'll do. Uh, two miles at like 80 to 90 percent, you yeah. know, where I'll, if I run two miles, I'm not um, I I can't talk, but I can breathe. Yeah. Right. If you, no, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer. If you can talk and you can when you're running, you're not running hard. No. Enough. You're yeah. not doing your body any good. No, not at all. And then I'll do uh, I'll run three miles. But the first mile and a half is at like 97 percent. Yeah. Like when I'm crossing the one point five mile mark, I'm like dying. Yeah. And then I'll turn around. And I'll do it. I'll hit it like sixty for about half an hour, and then take it seventy, eighty yeah. the next mile. I like you know. it. It's it, you got to plan. If you yeah. don't plan, you plan to fail, man. And uh, and then I lift. That's my other thing. I like to lift because it's, you know it's fun. You can lift with your buddies in the gym totally. and talk. Yeah, it's it's a way to get exercise. Um, because I'm a firm believer in this. Mm-hmm. You have to do shit that's not fun. Oh yeah, you're not Absolutely. in order to stay functional. That one for me is running. Right, yeah. I can't do it with anybody. It sucks. It's hot. It's terrible on my knees. But I, that's what I do. So, I also think if you can incorporate that with exercises as fun, yeah. Now you're working out twice, Absolutely. right? If you play racquetball and that's what you enjoy doing with your yeah. coworkers, go play racquetball too, yeah. right? Because that's you don't even have to it's consider that a workout. <laughs> that and it's a hobby. If yeah. you can make a hobby a, a workout, yeah. 
you're winning already because you don't even count it in your workout. Yeah. You count the shit that you don't like doing. Exactly. That's your workout. Exactly, man. I'm double down on those weaknesses, triple down on those weaknesses. Like, I'm a big fan of David Goggins, read both of his books, and typical cop um, that likes that. But he, he reading that book, have you read that book? Can't Hurt Me by him? It's mandatory spot reading. Yeah. It, I'm, <laughs> I'm dead serious. It made me want to get up and run for miles. I'm saying, like, I was getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning just for my first couple miles and just, like, listening to that. What yeah. is What feeling is better yeah. than actually waking up before the rest of the world yep. and working out? Nothing. There's, there's no, no better, better feeling. It's still dark out. Yeah, your body doesn't even know what's going to happen. Bro. <laughs> it's There's no better feeling. Yeah. I can tell you, honestly, on two hands, I've done it. You know, I can count on two hands. I've ne- it, it, not counting the military PT, because that shit sucks. But when you, on your own, were able to get to bed at a decent time, yeah. wake up before the rest of the world, and either go get a fucking killer gym workout, no yeah. one's there, it's just you, awesome. or you're out there in the dead of night yeah. at four or five in the morning running. You're crickets, oh. man. Then, God. like, you're done with your run, you hear the roosters, and you're yeah. like, I beat you guys. And then you're man. like, I have my whole day ahead of me. Oh, yeah. Fucking, the fitness is done. It's yeah. out of the way. The your hard part of the day. Up here. That's another thing, too, man. Yeah. If you kick your day off with a workout, that, but, well, I can't speak of it. For me, that's yeah. better than any caffeine. Yeah. Oh, 100%. It's better than any caffeine. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, you have your whole day. You get the shitty workout done before it's bright. Yeah. Dark and early. Yeah. You're not juggling around your rest of your day, you know. And then like, if you can get a fun session in, yeah. get it in. Get it do in. It. Go do CrossFit with your friends. Go lift weights with your friends. Because yeah. that's not your real workout. Your yeah. real workout is what fucking sucks and you get up to do in the morning yeah oh 100 percent. and like like you said there's no better feeling you get up you get it done your body like my knees don't even know what's happening at 3 a.m and i'm just trucking it along and be like thank god that's over you know drenched in sweat but of course i take a shower and it doesn't work at all so i'm just sweating the whole day (laughs) that's florida life man you will sweat for hours the shower didn't take (laughs) um yeah so I another thing I want to talk to you about is yeah. like first off I'm a firm believer mm-hmm. if want to start tallying how many times you say that first off or I'm no, a firm believer I'm a firm, firm believer. believer or people don't understand I say that one a lot too yeah. people don't understand yeah. but hear but, me out <laughs> <laughs> so you're not born equal right yeah. you're not everybody's created by the divine equally right yeah. Absolutely. And I hate having to have these conversations with my son, yeah. but the quicker he knows his ass ain't playing in the NFL, no matter how much it work, how much yeah. he tries, it just ain't happening. Yeah. The David Goggins thing, when I read his book, it's motivating, mm-hmm. but I get that sense of like people probably hurt themselves trying to be like him. Now he's able to separate his mind, his brain from his body. Yeah. That's he goes some, to a dark that's place. some fucking wild, uh, what are those monks? Yeah. That's some wild monk shit. To like be able where he to can set himself on fire and just be cool. Yeah, <laughs> like he's and so you know he's able to do that. Yeah. But you know, for me, like I was just talking to my son today. I have asthma. Yeah. Um, I've had it my whole life. Mm-hmm. I had to lie to the military to get in. <laughs> of course. Um, my ass in the prime running condition of my life was at never able to run two miles in under fourteen minutes. Okay. It was impossible. Yeah. No matter how much I tried. That seemed to be where my lungs started locking up. Yeah. 
So I could run two miles in 14 minutes. That was the best. And, you know, now. That's still pretty solid. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, too, is that, you know, it shouldn't hinder you. Yeah. Like, there's things that people use as, like, excuses for me. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you can be the fastest guy with asthma. You're not going to be the fastest. Like, so out of t- if, if I'm standing here with 10 people. Yeah. And they don't have asthma. I'm going to be number 10. Yeah. Right. But I'm still going to pass. Yeah. I'm just not going to be as fast as the other nine. Yeah. But if you let it, if you say, oh, I can't do that because I have asthma. Yeah. Or I can't do that because I have you an just, injury. Oh, yeah. You're putting a barrier up already. Yeah. You know, you know, you're putting that ceiling on, you know, and your mind, you know, your mind says something, your words say something, your body goes, cool, I'll go with it. <laughs> so, no, I'm, I'm with you with that. And a lot of genetics, genetics play a huge role in professional sports like david goggins is just built different you know you have the like the john jones and all that stuff who's just well, look at his brothers all nfl players john jones's brothers are yeah oh see coincidence yeah probably not yeah probably great genetics yeah seriously well they're all what six four six five just yes yeah. <laughs> a lot of people too will, would argue with you or say no like genetics matter and it, but the problem was the things we're talking about right now mm-hmm. Are excuses for a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I can't lose weight. It's I'm. Uh, yeah. I'm. It's genetics. Like, you can lose weight. Totally. Um, there's smart ways to still lose weight. Mm-hmm. It might not be as fast. And, you know, I know Kendra's going to school for this. And you know, when she talks to people now, it's like the the long patient road. School for diet. I don't want you to think Kendra's going to. Were you going to school? For? I I switched my major. To what? Thanks for paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> Alt med, but I was I did complete yeah. a lot of the nutrition program. Sorry, that's awesome. before I switched that's my awesome. major. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think you're in hot water now. <laughs> I'm sorry, she's she's going to Hogwarts for rich school. Yeah, I like it. So, all right. Anyways, <laughs> hey, you know, like let's say like I have a g- disease. I've been tested. I have this disease. Yeah. It really affects the my ability to lose weight, or I have to take this medication for s- this thing. Yeah, the medication makes me really hard, and it's a necessity. I can't live without it. Yeah. Okay. There's still a way to lose weight. We just got to figure out what it is. Where where there's a will, there's a way. Yep. It really is. I mean, because I'm a cynical person, right? Yeah. And I would never, don't ever do this because it's starving yourself is wrong. Yeah. But when I look at somebody that's overweight and they say, I can't lose weight, I'm like, you could just not eat. You'll lose weight. You'll, you know, I'm just and, saying it's not impossible. There is a thing about that, <laughs> you know. But all the like ED people coming for you. <laughs> the who? ED. Who's eating ED? disorder? Like that uh, crowd? I don't think I probably have a lot of those listeners. Probably not. <laughs> I'd be very shocked if you did. If you, <laughs> oh. I'll see one subscriber go down, yeah. and I'll be like, oh, that, that was, was probably one. one of them. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, and again, I'm not saying ever starve yourself. That's not the right yeah. thing. But when someone says it's not possible. It is possible. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, like people will put that in their mind, like I can't do this. It's like, of course you can't. You're telling yourself you can't. Might as well not even try. <laughs> like, yeah. you gotta believe it, and then once you believe it, you can start working towards it. I like. I know. Like, I never said I can't run five miles in forty minutes. Mm-hmm. I know I can, but that's about it. And yeah. I went because I tried it, and I worked for it towards it. You know, in the military, we had to run. Almost five miles, almost once a day or every day. Wow, Monday through Friday because we were an airborne unit. So gotcha. tradition, tradition is that we had to have strong lungs yeah. to be in the air, which is not true. Yeah. They just they actually debunk that. But yeah. airborne units run because of that. Um, so we'd run, you know, at least two three times a week, five miles in the morning. And wow. I remember when I was joining, I 
my recruiter told me, you're going to be, when you go to airborne school, you're going to be running a lot. And yeah. I was like, fuck, I can't run. He goes, you'll be running five miles all the time. I'm like, I can't run five miles. You can. Now yeah. I fucking suck at it. Yeah. And it's not going to get any better. I'm not going to be able to run five miles in 37 minutes. Yeah. Five miles in 40 minutes was like, I fucking did it. Yeah. But telling, like, I had to tell myself, like, you can fucking do that. Yeah. Um, with asthma, it's not going to get much better than that. Yeah. I know, like my, I when my lungs lock up, I'm done. Like yeah. I, I'm not dying, but my body has gone to its max. And there's really, to my knowledge, there's no way to continue to train your lungs to not have asthma. You just or you hit a point. But again, even with asthma, yeah. I'm more fit than a huge percent of the oh, population. Yeah. Absolutely, I see a lot of excuses <laughs> of. Uh, it's going to be bad and people are going to be mad about it, but the diabetic community, they put that, oh, I, I have this and so I can't get to this point. Like, remember there was this kid that we would come to the supplement company. The yeah. And he's like, oh, I have diabetes. And I was just like, okay. Yeah. There's what? people with one leg out here running. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's go. There's <laughs> bodybuilders that have diabetes and they're competing and doing well. So I'm sitting there going, you're just putting this ceiling on yourself like you're putting that out there and being like this is my crutch and i'm gonna s stick with it so just that drives me absolutely through the roof <laughs> yeah it drives me insane too yeah that was a big thing that we learned in school was diabetes because it's such a problem yeah but most most of the cases are reversible yeah. especially <sighs> since it's getting detected a lot earlier now mm -hmm. so people are becoming pre-diabetic or not quite fully, you That's know. It's called fat. It's well. <laughs> <laughs> there are God. I'm sorry. There I'm are not people an athlete. who aren't fat that have diabetes. I know. Oh no, I know a dude, yeah. uh, a trainee I had. Uh, yeah. He, uh, he, uh, uh, What's his name? <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> we went to no, I know together. his. Uh, I, I know his last name, but <sighs> I wanted to say his first name. But um, it's uh, yeah, he's a. Uh, He's ripped. He's yeah. a CrossFitter. He's, he's a, a he, hell he's of gotta, an athlete. Man. He's, he's a wrestler. His, he's got to have his pack on. Yeah, you know, and that's so. a oh, well, Mr. Questions him. is what he, <laughs> why I called him. Yeah. What'd you call him, Mr. Questions? Uh, he had a question about everything. I love him. Yeah, he's a good dude. He really <laughs> he's is motivated. Yeah. He's one of those new guys that's like super motivated, where you got to be like, whoop, 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 come yeah. back, oh, yeah. come back. Yeah, we don't do like he was a. I had him as a trainee, and he was a trainee back when I was on patrol, that would be like, uh, I'll be like, yo, we're meeting the squad, the boys, the dinner crew Yeah. at 7 p.m. Yeah. I've been a cop for seven years. I don't give a fuck about drugs. I don't give a fuck. I care about eating yeah. and going home yep. on time. Right? Staying dry. <laughs> I love, now I'm in a proactive unit, so I have, I do like enjoy proactive crime, but when I was on patrol, yeah. I ain't going to get three reports and then get a proactive rest at the end of shift, so no. around four hours, but Fuck it. My job is to respond to tech yep. calls. That's what I'm going to do. I love him to death. His fucking, we'd be on the way to dinner. He goes, can I stop that car? I'm like, bro, what do you not no. understand? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> like, th this is the time. You can stop a car at any point tonight. Yeah. On the way to dinner. Yeah. No. No. They're probably, <laughs> they're probably driving fast. They're probably going to dinner too. So yeah, just yeah, let, great, let great, them go. Great kid. But, no, uh, he, yeah, he was, he'd be working out. Like, I remember being at like, Fleet or not fleet, um, the driving range and TB over there with bring his kettlebells out of his car. And I'm like, I like it, man. That's some that's discipline. That is because that's again the excuse thing. 
I'd be the first one to tell you. If I just don't want to do something, I don't want to do it. Oh. If, if I was on Midnight's I'm and someone said, hey, bro, why don't you pack some kettlebells in your car? And then it, no excuse where if you're working far away from any gym, far away from the station, mm-hmm. go to a remote area, turn on your headlights, get a quick 20-minute workout and take your meal right there. Yeah. Fuck no. no. I'm not doing that shit. Mm-mm. Hell no. Yeah. That's me, though, because yeah. I make time to go work out. Yeah. If absolutely. I, but, you know, time management is huge. <laughs> there's no excuse. And again, there's people that I don't like talking about fitness a lot, a lot. Well, I love to. I, I don't like. I was going to say, you could have surprised me. You could have shocked me there, man. <laughs> I just, I'm friends with a lot of people that are overweight. And yeah. to the, to, and, and I don't like when the group's talking. About working out, and then of course, you know, somebody will say something about overweight people, probably me, not gonna lie. <laughs> and you know, you know, they can hear you and they're in earshot. It's almost like like making fun of some again. I know they can help it, but it's uh, to me, it feels like making fun of somebody who's been overweight their whole life, yeah, and now they're just having to hear it again. And I'm like, ah, so yeah. like what you do, mm-hmm. I if I, I'm not that, but <laughs> the cool thing about your job is that you can find those people. Yeah. And show them you can do this. Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely. very possible. Based yeah, yeah. on your fucking, dude, you, based off your schedule, your family, your work, your eating, you don't have to fucking go cold turkey on all the good food. Yeah. No, you really don't. And it's honestly just baby steps. I always say to build a house, you got to have little bricks. You can't just go all or nothing right away or else you're going to burn yourself out. And I love the people that make excuses. I had a 77-year-old... Male, two-time cancer survivor, and he was in the Peace Corps, and he had severe scoliosis, and he was pulling 400 pounds on deadlift. I'll show you the video about this later, but I'm like, oh, age is just a number. And when people are like, you know, I'm 55 now, and I'm old and tired, and I just, I can't get in shape. I was like, mm. <laughs> Yeah, well, and, and again, um, you, if, this is my opinion. Yeah. Um. Anybody who's 75 should not go try and deadlift. If you haven't been fit your whole life, yeah. uh, most of the exercises, unfortunately, at 75, are you can't do. Yeah. It's, it's unsafe for you to do. However, if you've been exercising your whole life exactly. and you happen to be 75, yeah. you can do it almost. You know, yeah. you have to be a little bit smarter. You can't oh, do yeah. you know, but... You know, I see Kent just showed me a video of an old lady deadlifting like more than I could. She's yeah. old as fuck, dude. She 82, was old. right? I, I yeah. think I know what you're talking about. She was and it was like real. The fours. It, it was, was re- real. It was real. <laughs> real weights, man. Is that sad that we have to say real? It was real because yeah. all the internet and the fake weights and all that stuff. Somebody from like CNN or something was doing dumbbell. Joe Rogan went through it and like they were able to like pause the video. He was doing like. Like it was some asshole anchor that was arrogant, rich, and he got fired from CNN. But he was like curling sixty five pounds. Sounds like CNN. And Joe Rogan was like, "That's bullshit." And his guest was a like a physical something like had to. He's like looking at the analytics and they were pausing the arm. He's like, "There's no way the human bone structure could do what he's doing right now, no matter how many muscles you have. It's impossible." The way he's doing it, it was fake. Body mechanics is everything. Yeah, and you see that all the time, and like. I really like I'm off Facebook. I do Instagram, but I just I can't do the everyone's showing their best self. Like, where's the struggle? Where, where's the workout that you didn't complete? Yeah. Not the look at this new PR, which is great. And mm-hmm. like, of course, I'm guilty of putting out my heavy lifts out there. But 
I'm also going to show you, I did terrible today. <laughs> I ran a mile and I felt like death. And you really do that? What's that? You do that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You have to. I'll put that on my story. and It's real. Yeah, because people look at the story instead of a lot of the posts and because they're clicking, right? It's just yeah. that clickbait kind of thing. And yeah, show your ugly side. I I can't stand that it's like, well, check it out. I'm on vacation on a yacht and, you know, going down the now Gucci style. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, that's uh, well, a lot of people would want to. Uh, I will tell you right up yeah. right now, straight up, right up. Yeah. <laughs> is that people want to see like if you're going to post. I've always wanted to do vlogs. Yeah, but I feel insane. Because I'm not that type of person that thinks anybody gives a shit about my life. Yeah. However, um, with the brands that I have, um, the podcast and the clothing line, it's statistical. Yeah. I should do them. Yeah. Um, so yeah. the 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 thing is, is that when you talk to or you listen to anybody talk that does blogs, they they said at first it's awful, like you just so uncomfortable. Oh yeah. But then it's like. Right. So you're going to let's say you document a day where you're out in the sun, shirtless, looking good, all the, you know, your hard work. Yeah. You're enjoying it. What people want to know, did you work out that day? Yeah. What did you eat that morning? Yeah. They want to know yeah, because they they, they, that's the thing. What can that, I do? That's yeah. actually what got me into fitness. Yeah. In the first like, place is knowing just, behind the scenes thing. Like, yeah. okay, like this guy clearly takes care of his body. Right. And he's having a day on the river. I have no picture in mind, by the way. This is what you brought up. But, you know, let's say you take a photo uh, off day. You know, it's a Saturday. You're with your, you know, your boys, cute girls, beer, and you're taking yeah, some photos, right? Yeah. Like that is like what you work out for. Yeah. To have. But everybody, there's questions all the time. Like, what did you eat that day? Is today yeah. a cheat day for you? Like, no, it's actually not. Yeah. I ate great before I went. I'm going to go home. Absolutely. I'm going to have, you know, but this six hour block, I had a couple beers. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And yeah. I don't drink a lot of beers all the time. Yeah. No, which I'm a, I'm I a whiskey guy. <laughs> I'm a whiskey guy. But no, everyone, no one wants to know the nitty gritty. Everyone wants to know the quick effects and how you can get this. And right now, this, that, and the other. So no one really wants to know the, you know, I had to get up at, three in the morning to get my first workout in and then I'm working out later on and all that stuff. Well, it's, it's being a good person will get you no good business plan. Yeah. I want everybody to know that. Yeah. Now businesses that last forever are because they didn't take the shortcut. They were honest with people mm -hmm. and they gave the best product or service they could. Yeah. Um, they will last forever. The takeoff is awesome. Oh yeah. Um, so, you could very easily sell people on, okay, you know what? Uh, we're going to get, we're going to lose weight quick. Yeah. But the issue with that is even if they achieve the goal, yeah, it's not attainable a uh, lifestyle. Yeah. Right. Are you, you able to maintain? And that's why I hate name brand diets. I can't stand them because like they're Atkins not or something like keto, that. keto, all that stuff. It's just like, it's not, maintainable long-term at some point you're going to eat a carb and it's going to throw you out of 100% and then mentally too right yeah let's just say uh, we're all humans yeah. I'm the same way you guys have a day we have like oh my god I gained weight yeah upstate very few people I would say athletes and maybe someone of your knowledge and yeah. your experience in the gym mm -hmm. could go 
Oh, fuck. All right. That'll take me four days. I'll get rid of it. Yeah. Right. But the average person, when they look, myself included, when you look in the mirror and you're like, I got fat. Yeah. It's over. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not it's not like work anymore. Like for I'm assuming for you or other people that know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I just got to work a little bit harder next week and yeah. I can get back to it. It's just it's science. It is. It's, it's, all a, it is. it's a plan, it's man. Nothing it's, to get freaked out about. Yeah. But th- I can tell you for me, I'll be like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know, what did I do? I'm done. I'm done. I'm not, you know. Like, yeah. No, absolutely. And something I really try to do with my clients is if they have a cheat meal, cool, we are doing legs or heavy lifting the next day. We're oh. going to use that as fuel. Don't take that as a defeat. Use that as fuel. Whoa. That's actually a really good yeah. way to look at it. Honestly, like... I'll be honest, when I was heavy powerlifting for a long time and the most cut I ever was, I was eating McDonald's twice a week. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I was having, let's, crazy, six cheeseburgers, a large fry, 20-piece chicken nugget, and a large Sprite twice a week. Now, this is one of my favorite things in the world is don't do what I do. Yeah. He has a training. He has the game don't plan. Do what I, the don't bo- do what I do, people. The, it's <laughs> you know, if you're gonna do that, you have to do the plethora of yeah. things that come with the little tip of the iceberg yep. that you see, which he is has you eating all McDonald's. the knowledge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, well, I'm saying, like, if, if people see the tip of the iceberg, which is you eating McDonald's twice a week, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna go eat McDonald's. However, the iceberg under the water, all the things that have you have to do in order yeah, to be able to build to up to it. Yeah, exactly. But what, yeah, I, I did just because I knew I was going to be lifting heavy the next day. And if I'm eating chicken and rice and broccoli, am I going to have that much fuel? I'm not going to get, like, yes, I can get carbs and fat, but that is energy. But you're not getting enough. I will definitely you know? say it, um, to have a leg day or a compound lift day, you yeah. have to be feeling it. Oh, yeah. If you're in, if you're in the gym week oh, yeah. because you haven't eaten for the day yeah. or you're on a diet and you have no energy those fucking days suck oh they're yeah not fun they're not explosive yeah you're and like dangerous honestly <laughs> yeah because let's say the week prior you deadlift or squat x amount you're feeling fucking great yeah it sucks to go back the next week and you can't even get close to it because yeah. it's an energy I, I believe it's an energy thing it's yep. your it's your mind like they both and your correlate. life is like this yeah <laughs> with sleep and everything yeah yeah so, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. And honestly, it takes mind, body, soul, as cliche as that is. They have but to be together. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have it all together like a totem pole. But, yeah, if you if you don't have a good plan, man, you know, if, if you get defeated with just, like, one McDonald's French fry or Arby's or whatever people are going after, like, you're just setting yourself up for failure. Well, one thing that... Yeah. I think that everybody should try and do mm. is to be happy with never be satisfied, right? In a yeah. good way. Oh yeah. In a good way. Got to do that you in sh- a healthy way. <laughs> yes. May, uh, you know, you should never be satisfied mm-hmm. with your health and and well being and fitness. That being said, be happy with if you work hard yeah. and you're a thick person. Yeah. Own it. Yeah. Own it. Look good. Wear the, the right. Dad bod's the cool thing nowadays. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, as long as you're trying, as long as you're actively yeah. trying to get better. I, I hate it. I love that you brought it up. I hate the word dad bod yeah. because it's an excuse Man. for middle aged men yep. to not do shit. Oh yeah. If you've got a dad bod and you're working hard, that's awesome. Yeah. And I always say this: 
It's like a C student. If that dude's a fucking retard yeah. and he's busting his ass and making C's, yeah. good for him. Yeah. That is fucking killer. That's awesome. Yeah. If you're an A student and you just say I'm a C student because you don't want to try, that's shit. That's just lazy. Yeah. yeah. And that's the same thing with a dad bod. I, I feel like a dad bod, you should never label it that. If you worked hard for the body you have, you got three kids, a wife, a job, maybe two jobs, yeah. um, and you bust your ass to just have a better body and be fit, yeah. good for you. Excellent. The dudes that have no excuses that just say, oh, I'm a dad bod because yeah. fat fuck. Like, yeah. No, because it's the cool thing. Yeah. Oh, chicks dig it. Just like, do they though? <laughs> like, I know there's probably some people out there that do, but. I mean, like, but. There's for, a line. There's yeah. a very distinct line where exactly. you, like you're saying, you can tell when someone is taking care of themselves, mm-hmm. but they got a little bit of extra fluff in the front. That's fine. Oh. Yeah. But yeah. If, if they're like. I'm not trying to make anyone feel bad, but there, you can tell when someone is actively trying and when they're not. Yeah. 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 Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You can tell by how and there's a confidence behind it. People yeah. that are lifting heavy yes. or taking care of themselves and they put in that effort. Like I've seen some of the people that like have that dad bod, but they walk like their shit don't stink. Like, yeah. Cause they work hard. Exactly. Yeah, they yeah, know yeah. what they can do. Yep. You know, and just because you don't look a certain way like yeah. me, like, Bro, I'm frumpy as fuck. Uh, I got I got a I got a belly and you know, but I can get out there like my nickname in the academy is Hoover the Mover. Yeah. I will fucking outrun you most most yeah. of the time unless you're a runner. Yeah. Or I you have like you're only 120 pounds. Yeah. You know? Most people I will outrun you. Oh yeah. Um, and it's weird. People That's are like because ah, I go out there and I run almost every day. Yeah. That's my thing. Um, I lift just because lifting's fun. Yeah. But you know. So get that pump. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I, and, and I've decided this is my fucking body. Yeah. I, I'm 35. I, you know, is it cool to try new goals? Sure. Yeah. And that's where, um, you can do those crazy diets. Like if you got a Cancun cruise coming up in three months, try, yeah. see how much of the fucking, yeah. uh, shit you could shred off, but don't think that you're going to maintain it forever. Yeah. And you know, cause it's not a fun lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that you bring that up. A lot of my clients, they're like, I always ask them, why are they doing this? Yeah. Like, why? So I can care enough to help you with that goal. And a lot of people are like, well, my birthday is this time. <laughs> oh, I have my high school reunion. I need to look good for that. And it's just like, that's great and all, but you show up ripped up. And then the next time you show up or you see people see you on Facebook, they're like, what 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 happened here? Like, do, you just did this for one thing, and there's, I guess, there's respect behind it, but there's also I, not respect with that. So you you tell me to go with my strengths, which is mm. I think is what you were saying earlier, because I have that issue with my like my thickness. Ew! Don't <laughs> say that to people. <laughs> <laughs> God. You embarrass me. Anyways, keep going. But as you so kindly put it, I'm built like a brick shit house. Apparently, that's a compliment. But who said that? You? No, I didn't. Yes, you when have. did I say that? It's a bold move. Bold move. <laughs> bold move. <laughs> Got. Let's we'll see how this strategy yeah. plays out. You, you've told you've told multiple people I'm. What What did you say? I'm like I strong as an ox. No, I yes, did it. You. It's not a bad thing. Yes, yeah. as as <laughs> That's a bad thing. Find your strengths. Yeah. But you got to go with your well, strengths. Well, here's one thing you did. Well, here's one thing. First off, you are you have a power lifter body. But I believe that that came from your ancestry. Genetics. Who, you know, when you were in grade school, you were really good at 
shot put. You were really good at yeah, these weird yeah. things that like, you know, you could go, we've talked about you going and competing in those Irish games or whatever. Oh, the Highland games? Highland I still games. want to do that. I'm thinking about doing that too. You should. Because, yes. you know, it's your ancestry and it's, you're really good at that yeah. shit. You, you know, you're good at lifting weights. Mm-hmm. You know, you're very strong. I watched you just go in a gym and go, I'm going to try it again. And you haven't done it in a year and you lift more than me. And it's because that's your strength. That's so, awesome. So I do it. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, and then, you can't see, but they're in there. <laughs> but like, as far as just like a body appearance too, like, yeah. you know, be fit. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm a firm believer, start tailoring, tailoring towards what you genetically have. Totally. Right. Absolutely. Like if you look at the science and read up on it, if you're a really good runner, like long distance runner, you were born that way. If you like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, I want to run marathons and stuff. And they'll go out there and they'll train and do really well with the marathon, but they're not going to be like the people that are running it in what like record time. It's that's what I was saying, right? Yeah. If you want to run a marathon, never say I can't run a marathon. Yeah. Go out there and complete a marathon yeah. because you did it. Yeah. And you can do it. You're just not going to be a marathon runner. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say is that you can yeah. you can be on the bottom of the fucking list and yeah. still be on the list, baby. Yeah. That was your goal. Yeah. But you're not going to be number one, number two, and number three. Yeah. That, those motherfuckers come from Uganda. Yeah. Over here and they win. And they are just bred for that stuff, man. And they are just they get the breathing down, everything, the cadence, all that. I used to know. Well, he was in my academy class in my last agency. He was a Green Beret. Um, oh. back in his early years, he did, you know, he, I don't know if he retired, but he was a uh, special forces dude, right? He was older when I met him okay. and it, everyone's so fucking like, like I bring up all the time, everyone was sucking his dick <laughs> because he was special forces yeah. and he fucking just knew all this cool shit with yeah. guns and stuff. And that, um, and I remember telling him, he could see I was a young guy yeah. like, and I was like, man, so cool. He's like, let me tell you, I was a green beret. He was like, I was the fucking guy on the bottom of every list. I just happened to make it. Yeah. He was like, I was, but I was a green beret. Didn't He's quit. like, could I have sustained that for 20 years now? Yeah. But I wanted to do it. I yeah. did it and I got out. Absolutely. He's like, I wasn't ever as fit as these guys. Yeah. I was, He's like, but I did it. Yeah. And so you're still on the list. You're still part of the group, you know, and like, ring that bell, man. <laughs> well, like, and like I had an experience once um, where I was part of a team in my head. And um, and I was gigged because the so I was a I'll just say fuck I was a trainee on SWAT. Okay, and like every SWAT team, you got to do your your year of probation before they essentially patch you in, yeah, right into the brotherhood, into the fraternity, yeah, right. So, um, I was with two studs and a dude that had, could hold his own for his body weight, right. Yeah. So, I'm like not the fastest dude in the world. Mm-hmm. So like I was looking like it was just hard because like, and I remember, and then somebody like these three dudes were like, just so fit. Like yeah, we'd do courses and run and shoot. And you know, I always joke and say like the thing about SWAT is you got to be the fastest guy to run and round cones. Yeah. Right. But you know, they were killing these times and I yeah. just couldn't do it. Yeah. My lungs were locking like, but I was still getting good times. Yeah. It's just, I happened to be with these fucking studs. They were <laughs> which fast, is, which is good though, which I'm, I love that kind of story. You're with these studs. You're not with the mediocre that you're like, I'm the best of this mediocre. Like, yeah, I put myself out there. Yeah. And that's you know. only going to make you better. 
And then, uh, but it's the way you look at it. Yeah. If you take flip flop it and you stick me with three guys that are mediocre and just doing what they got, I'm gonna look good. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So, and it's all about being a team too, you yeah. know, and just going about it. So, well, I wanted to pick your brain yeah. a little bit Do about it. wrestling. Wrestling. One of the most. This is probably the most taboo thing yeah. we could talk about today because you know how many closet wrestling fans you actually run into. Oh my god! Like grownups that, especially in Florida. Yeah, in Central Florida, man. I met a crap ton of like Ricochet, uh, Finn Balor, you, uh, Billy well, Gunn. They all live here. Yeah. yeah, Billy Billy Gunn came to my gym and I went up to him. I, well, he's this mountain of a dude. So, but, I mean, you're really a wrestling fan, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially, like, the Attitude Era. <laughs> that, yeah. That was my thing. Like, now, like, I like the Bray Wyatt's and all that stuff. But, like, the writing and there's no storyline. Oh, it, it sucks you know? now. Cocaine and steroids. That's what wrestling That's needs. what it was, man. Let them do it. <laughs> we dude, need they more had a great flares. We need more Razor Ramones. They fucking, like, they die young, but they have a great life. Yeah, right? right? Yeah. They go out like... Owen. <laughs> Dude, one time. So here in Central Florida, it is a wrestling hub. It really is. Um, WWE's station in Connecticut, yeah. right? Their headquarters, but they have a lot of their programs. Yeah, their training Right, center. still? Yeah, their training NXT center, like NXT. Is all here. Orlando's a huge hub for WWE. Yeah. Also, there's, um, what's what's the one that's here? Do you follow any other wrestling? Uh, not AEW, but another one that's here in Orlando. Uh, is that Ring of Honor? Mm. NXT. Steve McLaughlin. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, because I it's 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 like a it's a standalone place. They just do wrestling here. But that full sale? Because uh, that'd be NXT. No, it's the it's, training center. Fuck. I don't even know how to Google that, so I, right. I can't even help you. Uh, look up uh, wrestling organizations in Central Florida. Yeah, there's AEW, and then you got the what? The, the Lucha, but that's not in. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. let me tell you why she looks this. I pull. So it's Florida's a wrestling hub. Yeah. I was driving in. I don't know if you know. I was in 41 zone, kind of near. Yeah. MP, or, uh, and I see an expired, uh, a challenger driving with six month expired tag. Hey, what's going on? I haven't had a traffic stop all night. Yeah. Pull it over. Talking to the guy. Um, my, well, I, I don't want to say this without saying it. I don't like doing DUIs. Yeah. So I'm not typically, unless you're sloshed, I'm not like, yeah, in your eyes. <laughs> Look right here. Yeah. Look right here. But, you know, um, he sounded like he had a long day. I'm talking to him. I'm like, hey, man. Uh, you know, he's like, oh, I just got back into the States. That's why my, my tag expired when I was in Europe. I was like, oh, okay. okay. Like, what do you do for work? He goes, I wrestle. I'm like, now in my head, yeah. I'm thinking, oh, like Olympic wrestling? Like, uh, he yeah. goes, no, no. Uh, well, that's a different uh, breed of animal. He's like, uh, like wrestling like on TV. I was like, oh, shit. Oh. And he goes, like, I wrestle for WWE. And I, you know, I'd never seen him before. Yeah. So I was like, oh, like NXT? Yeah. He's like, uh, no, I'm like on Monday and Thursday. Main nights. roster, yeah. And I'm like. Oh, and I told him, I was like, man, I'm sorry. I I watch it with my kid. It's yeah. a thing that we do, but I was a true fan of the 90s. Yeah. Oh, right? absolutely. But, and he goes, oh, so I was telling me, um, uh, I won't say his name here, but uh, <laughs> what was his name? <laughs> Anyways, I'll show you. I, anyways, so <laughs> I, 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 I fucking, I think he thought he was going to get a DUI. Yeah. Um, I let him go, and he's like, 
I coincidentally was taking my son to a WWE event in Daytona like three weeks later. Nice. And he goes, bro, let me get you. I was like, no, I already got tickets, man. And he's like, oh, he was trying to give me free tickets. And I was like, he goes, hey, man, text me. He gave me his number. Text me when you're there. I'll get you backstage. I was like, bro, bet. Oh. We got there. Yeah. He was texting me. He's just like, oh, I just can't make it happen. I was like, you fucking prick. He blamed it on the security. Now here's Did your he? D- yeah. You, you were there, right? Yeah. Now here's your DUI. <laughs> <laughs> I want to mail it in the mail. All your fucking tickets, you asshole. <laughs> now and here I have a warrant. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to let and me? This one's for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that. Uh, um, I found some of those. What is it? There's what? eight of them. Tampa Bay Pro Wrestling, Suncoast, Full Impact, mm-hmm. Impact, Impact, okay. Impact Wrestling. Lots of uh, wrestlers from Impact. I follow. Um, so one like of the Moose Nation. That guy's a beast. Who? Moose Nation. I don't know yeah. anything about Impact. Is that Impact? Yeah, it's he's a beast, man. He used to work out at Twenty Four Hour Fitness and uh, right by Oviedo. Yeah. yeah. Well, we work with dude. a deputy who is was part of the WWE. He got cut. Okay. Uh, he never made it. I don't know if he was. I'm assuming he was NXT training program. Okay. Um, he got cut. Became a cop. He's a big dude. Um, but uh, his wife is still in the developmental program. Really? So I was like, Oh, bro, why don't y'all come on the podcast? And yeah. He goes, No. He's like, I guess WWE. Um, they're not allowed to go talk about that stuff. He's oh like, yeah. You know, they're under contract. Especially with WWE. Vince McMahon. Totally. WWE tells them what they can can and can't go do as far as events. Yeah. He goes, but my neighbors, my apartment complex, are are married Impact wrestlers. They're both married okay. together. One Steve, I've followed them both on Instagram. Yeah. I'll put their things on here. Yeah. I tried like he was. I was like, do you think they'll come on? He's like, well, they're allowed to. He's like, whether or not they will, I don't know. So yeah, I'd have to do my uh, my research. Yeah, and give them the spiel, sell them on it. But yeah, those the wrestlers are actually really cool. Like, well, and it's a physical job. It's a you have to be an athlete. Yeah. To be a wrestler. Oh yeah. Even though it's choreographed, it's like you can be as strong as you want, but if you can't run that run those ropes, man, not gonna make it. Yeah, and I watched like you know like you have to train your skin to bounce off those ropes because yeah. if you start, you do it. it they're yeah. not they're not nice ropes. No. They are. I thought about that, but they yeah. are wire wrapped in like yes. hard plastic. They're not, yeah. and you. You hit, like, when they run and bounce off them, that's training to sh- use their body weight. If you ran into the ro- if I ran into the ropes right now, I'd probably fall over oh, and yeah. then go, boop. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I think I stubbed my toe. No, yeah. I'd, I'd be the same way, man. Like, people say it's like taking a wet towel each time and mm. snapping in the back. Ooh. Yeah, because yeah. you watch somebody start doing it the first time, they have, they're all black. And blue. Yeah, exactly. They're body doesn't callous over yet <laughs> yeah because it's the same thing to train yourself to fall like you ever fall for the first time yeah. it hurts like a bitch sure. and then you you start falling for years and you can fall flat on your back you know yeah, do slap all that i remember one of the best birthday parties i ever went to i was in the first grade Hell second yeah. grade and one of my buddies his stepdad was a ref for a farm club back before okay. there was NXT, yeah. people had to come up from developmental places, yeah. like farms, you know, yeah. farm clubs type stuff. And uh, he was a ref in one, so he he took him and all of us. We went to Bam Bam Bigelow's fucking training barn, oh, and that's there was a cool. fucking ring in there. Cause we'll, big dude. You're talking like fucking twelve, eight year olds just. <laughs> <laughs> it was the give him the chair, it was give him the chair. <laughs> and then we went home, and he was weird, and he had a PlayStation, so we played fucking Monday Night Nitro on the PlayStation, but the graphics were awful. Yo, but course. it was cool, you know. <laughs> regular course. people had fucking 
uh, WCW NWO World Tour on yeah, Nintendo. Yeah, of course. Bro, when that came out. Oh, yeah. That came out at the same time as Goldeneye, and yeah. it kind of it was like, ooh. Oh, yeah. You had the, the ninja guy. I remember <laughs> the ninja guy. He was so good, man. <laughs> my buddy, my buddy Kenny, he was, uh, we'd stay up all night playing that game, and he'd be like, I'm the ninja guy. He's like, again? It's <laughs> <laughs> not even real. I'll be, I'll be Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, what are we at time wise? Um, just over an hour. Really? That was, that was good. That flowed really well. Yeah, that was insane. I enjoyed myself. Well, <laughs> is there anything? So I want everybody to, to check you out. Yeah. Um, you do obviously all your. Sh- if you don't live in Central Florida, can they still be a client of yours? Totally. Yeah, I do a lot of online training. I have a client in Arizona, a couple in Illinois, Rhode Island, just kind of all over the place. Just. You know, all my friends, like, we all started in Illinois and just kind of, like, spread out through the country. But, yeah, I do a lot of online training, and I try to make it as simple as possible for people. Because if you make it difficult, people are not going to want to do it. Yeah, and it's about, I mean, it is a business, so it's hard. This is what I was talking about earlier. Like, it's hard to sell hard work. Yeah, absolutely. This is what you want. can't teach grit. This is what (laughs) you need. Yes, you need grit. You, you You need this as a human being. To feel good about yourself. Yeah. And this is going to take a year to two years. Yeah. Absolutely. But every day is going to be better. And every day is going to exactly. be a process. And you're going to learn from your bad days. Mm-hmm. You're going to learn from your bad meals. Yeah. You know, it's not. Yeah. And it's a lot of bad habits that we have to get away from. Where, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I need to lose this amount of weight, bef- you know, where I was before college and before this. And it's just like, but look how much time you've had. To build up these bad habits, you got to give yourself the same amount of time to build the good habits to get more success. So it's got to you got to make it simple for people and you got to make it fun for people. And you got to find out that goal that makes them tick, that makes them go like I had a client of mine. She was she wanted to lose weight and she was struggling for a couple of months and stuff. And I just sat her down and go. What like what do you want out of this? Like what what kind of training? She goes, I kind of want to train like a a bodybuilder. I was like, that, will that make let, you continue? Yeah, it? I was yeah. like, cool, let's do it. She ended up losing sixty pounds because of something she wanted to do. It was yeah. a path she wanted to take. She was dead set on it, and she's like, I want to be able to like skate because she's a big Blackhawks fan. I and thought you were gonna say something. Me yeah. too. I was like, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> no. My brain's just like, <laughs> yeah. And podcast over. See you guys later. <laughs> just leave you with that. Like good stopping out. point. <laughs> but yeah, huge Blackhawks fan. She followed them all over and but she's like, I want to be able to skate at the United Center at one point because right now my lungs and knees and all that stuff, I can't. And sure enough, she lost 60 pounds in six months after that, just because she was so dead set on it. So wow. find yeah. that thing awesome. that makes you tick. And, and like I see it, it all the time. I see people on social media yeah. training to be a bodybuilder. Well, uh, here's the thing. Yeah. Never tell yourself you won't be a, a contestant in a bodybuilding show. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Will you actually be a professional bodybuilder? No. 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 Those guys don't even make money. The, the top oh. 3%. Yeah. make the money and so to think i'm gonna be a you know it's just like i don't know if i'm conveying this or i'm just saying the same thing over and over again but you can be on that list yeah. go do it go say i did it right and then you know will you be arnold schwarzenegger no based off of your the way god made you most Genetics. likely no yeah you could try your ass off it's yeah. just not gonna it's happen like going to the nba 
<laughs> being born, you're not going to be, you know, 6'8", be like LeBron James, who's just a freak of nature. 6'8", 280, or 265, just pure muscle. It's like, you can't be like, ah, oh, you know, you can really, you know, ball at the rec league, but you're not going to be. Well, that, and like, I mean, if you want to play in the NFL, play in the NFL, right? Yeah. I, I, okay, again, the amount, I... I'd be a third string punter. That'd be great. That or you know what you could do. You you know you probably ain't gonna be a running back. You're probably not gonna be a safety. Mm-mm. Just by looking at you. Yeah. But you know what you could be? Fucking long snapper. Yeah. Because oh, I know yeah. that there was a dude. Um, he was. I want to say he was a ranger in uh, the U.S. Army. Uh, no, he was an SF guy. He was special forces. Um, his dream was playing the NFL. Yeah. But he, I think he played college ball. Yeah. Right. He joined the military. Did a bunch of deployments overseas. Every time he was overseas and home, he had a football. He would practice his long snaps. As soon as he got out of the army, he went and tried out and yeah. walked on to forget what forget what team it was. He did it for a year or two. That's right? awesome. He did it. Yeah. Was it his path to do forever? No. No. But he was on it. It's short lived. <laughs> Being in NFL is super short lived. But those long snappers, there was a guy that played for I think was it the Bears or the Browns? But he like he did this whole special about him long snapping like watermelons and all these things. Oh, and like, fuck. he was, he was dead on every time. And he was just like, he was pitching that thing out. <laughs> Jesus. A watermelon, a watermelon. Yeah. I, I got to look up his name, but he was in the league forever, but he's a long snapper. He's not really getting hit yeah. too much. <laughs> well, what do they say? Like, even the fucking practice squad makes six figures. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You're, it's a you're signing. working for the NFL. Yeah. The signing bonus. You you, know you make the squad. You know what? And, and and if you ever if you ever make a team or do something cool and you know you're not going to be there forever, walk in and take it in. Yeah. Because you were there. Yeah. It's you know it's not going to last up, forever. Yeah. And uh, exactly. No, I'm with you on that one. Just enjoy the moment. And you already did more than most people will fucking do. Yeah. 100%. Fucking lazy. Yeah. Get off your asses, people. (laughs)